Good Monday morning and welcome back to the Wrist Report, you sick motherfuckers. Huh? Wow, what a wild weekend we had uh, with that whole Triller fight and the Jake Paul versus Ben Askren and all this shit. I mean, unbelievable. Um, before we get into that, I'm just going to let you guys know what I had done this weekend. We actually took the dogs again to the beach, which was a great fucking time. And, um, dude, we got destroyed three hours at the beach and we are fucking burnt. All right. My brown ass is fucking burnt at my shoulders and you should see how red my fucking white girlfriend got. She looked like a goddamn lobster. Um, it's crazy, dude. It's like, what happened? Back in the day, I feel like I could have spent an entire day at the beach, no problems. No fucking problems. I could spend the whole day at the beach. If I did spend the whole day at the beach, then I'd come out burned. But if I spent three hours at the beach, it was fine. It was no problem. Now I spend three hours at the beach, and my skin is fucking destroyed. I don't know if I'm getting old, or I don't know if fucking the sun is getting way more intense. But this shit is not right. Um, and then it's so crazy too, you know, my girl's always like, we got to get sunblock. We got to get put on sunblock. And I've always never put on sunblock. (laughs) I never put on sunblock. I don't know why fucking there's something about it where I'm just like, you know what? I don't want fucking sunblock, dude. Here's my thing, people. Here's my thing. If this sun is going to kill me, the fuck am I doing here? All right. Listen, if the sun is going to fucking give me a disease that's going to kill me. What am I doing here? You guys ever think of that? <clears throat> if something as simple and as vital as the sun is going to put you out of commission in this life, what are we doing here? We got to block ourselves from the fucking sun. I really believe that humans are not from here. They can't be, dude. People can't be from here. There's no fucking way, dude. The fact that we got to cover our skin because the sun can give us cancer and kill us. Oh, we got to live inside of a house because we can't fucking go out there against nature. I mean, yeah, you could be Bear Grylls or any of those other survival guys and fucking camp out there and they can show you how to survive in the wild. But they have a hard fucking time doing it, don't they? We're not meant for this. I don't know what the fuck it is. And animals just chill out there, bro. Whether through any fucking weather. Uh, but anyways, it was a good time. I guess I'm going to have to start wearing fucking sunblock cuz I'm getting older or I don't know what the fuck it is. My skin can't handle it anymore. Um just getting wrecked out here by the sun. Can you believe that? By the fucking sun. And uh, if you want to watch a good show about a sun, somebody's sun, <laughs> that's a terrible transition. But anyways, new shit on Amazon Prime that I started watching, right? I started watching a little bit of Amazon Prime. And they got some good shit. They got a lot of shit that I like, documentaries and random shit like that. But they have this one show called Wayne, and it's fucking awesome. All right, I've been I've been scrolling through it for a while. I've been seeing it. Wayne, what is that? And about some sixteen year old kid who goes to Florida from Boston uh, to get his nineteen seventy five Thunderbird or something like that. And I kept reading that. And I was like, ah, I don't know. 
and I put it on and I was enamored with it. I really fucking loved the acting. I loved every actor in it. Um, they got that fucking Allstate Mayhem guy. He's an actor in it. Um, and yeah, it's just, just a good show. Like if I had to pick between having Batman on my team or Wayne, it would, it would be a fucking tough decision because this kid Wayne can just fucking eat punches like no other. All right. He's the one we should have put in front of Jake Paul, right? He would have just fucking gotten hit a bunch of times and still spit blood in his face or something crazy. Yeah, Wayne is a fucking animal. He's basically, it's a great show. You guys got to watch it. But it's basically about this kid who's, you know, he's from Boston. He's got a, a rough upbringing. His father's dying of cancer. And uh, he can't stand to see people doing something wrong to somebody else. So if someone's getting bullied, someone's getting fucked with, he gets in front of them. He fucks with the other person who's doing like the bullying or whatever. And, uh, and he lets them beat on him basically. And he'll fuck people up too. You know what I mean? Um, so the kid's got a good heart. The character's got a good heart in a sense, but he gets into these fucking wild situations and he always gets his ass beat for it. And, um, but it comes from a good place and it's just overall, it's a good show. Well-written. And I, I wasn't expecting it to be that good. I, I binged it. I think from Friday, I started it on Friday. And I just finished it yesterday morning, the 10th, 10th episode. So who knows? We might see another season, I'm sure. Um, but season one is 10 episodes streaming now on Amazon Prime. So check that shit out because it was fucking fire. All right. Now we're going to get into it. The main event of the evening, right? What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that fight, dude? Triller Fight event or Triller Fight Club or whatever the fuck. They put on this wild event. And I have mixed feelings about it. I got to tell you. I have mixed feelings. Because, you know, on one hand, you're giving people the opportunity to fight. uh, People who aren't necessarily in the fighting community to fight. Against real fighters, all right? So that, you know, if you're a musician, if you're a recording artist from somewhere and you want to put the money down and you want to, you know, you want to put yourself down for it, you could go and fight a professional boxer. But as we saw in that first fight, not a good idea. <laughs> it's not a good idea, all right? The, the event itself started off good, right? Me and my girl, we get to, we get to the place where we're going to go watch it. We sit down, we order some drinks. And some food, and we start watching it. The Black Keys perform, right? It was uh, the Black Keys were fucking doing a performance. Amazing, absolutely crushed it. Set a great tone for the for the event. I was like, wow, this is awesome, right? As the event proceeded, you know, we got Snoop Dogg as host. You got a lot of wild shit going on. You got Pete Davidson as a host, and I'm kind of like, what the fuck is this? I thought this was a I thought this was a boxing match, right? You got people performing. You got about God knows how many artists performed, dude. It was like the fucking VMAs. It was more music performances than fights. There were three fights in total. There were three fucking fights in total, I I believe. And uh, it was intense. The fact that there were so many fucking musicians between each fight, 
it just you know what it showed it just showed like the event was i wouldn't say poorly planned but i want to say over overtly planned okay it was like they dragged out this fucking event so long all right we got there at nine o'clock and jake paul and shit didn't fight till fucking almost 1 a.m jake paul and ben Askren didn't fight till almost 1 a.m eastern time Um, I was honestly confused. I was honestly confused as the whole thing because I, I, like most people, like most people, we went out to go watch this and we were thinking we were going to watch a fox, uh, a, a fucking boxing match, right? Um, a boxing event. And it was not, it was its own thing. And look, I'm sure they're going to keep doing them. They probably raked in numbers, even though the reviews were bad. Uh, but at the end of the day, it really wasn't that terrible of, of, uh, of an event of a pay-per-view event, but it's like, maybe if we knew kind of what we were getting into, then people wouldn't be so surprised as to what the fuck is this, right? Cause at the whole time I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm, I'm just like wondering what the fuck is going on? Why am I seeing, uh, you know, Saweetie shaking her ass for 25 minutes I want to watch a goddamn fight, please. You know? I was just really fucking confused as to what was going on. And then that first fight, we see the first fight. And it's against Joe Fournier, who's a a former professional boxer. Against some uh, musicians, some recording artists named Raycon. And, you know, I hate to disrespect this man Raycon because it took guts and it took courage for him to go, go there right? Train for this moment. Apparently he trained two days or he he trained two months, twice a day for two months, right? He trained to get into this ring with this fucking professional boxer takes balls, takes courage. But you could, you could tell he was visibly shook the entire time, visibly shook. Not to mention the guy was, I want to say four or five inches taller than him. Four or five inches taller than him. And he also weighed probably about 30 pounds more than him. All right. Clearly big, big fucking different divisions, right? Different weight divisions, different weight classes. Um, so that type of planning is what I'm kind of like, what is going on here, right? And then you got these guys fighting. They go for it. Uh, Joe Fournier took it easy on him. Took it so easy on him. You know, he just, he was boxing. He was feeling him out. And the guy was just running scared. I don't think he threw a punch. I really don't think he threw one single punch. Um, so to see that as a, as a fan, as a, a fighting and everything, it just kind of is like, uh, you know, it's like one of those moments where it's just like, what am I doing here? You know, I was really tempted to just leave. And at, at a certain point, after these various performances, because it would be, you know, it would be uh, a fight. Mediocre fight um, that wouldn't last very long. And then it would be, so it was that. And then actually there was four fights, I think, right? Because Frank Mir also fought. And that was the best fight of the night was Frank Mir, I believe. He was the only guy who went all fucking six rounds because he's a, he's an actual, you know, not to, not to say that Ben Askren isn't, but Frank Mir is a fucking legend, right? Frank Mir is a former UFC heavyweight champion. 
He's fought in the Bellator. He's, you know, he's a fucking tank of a being and he's got knowledge, right? The problem with the Frank Mir fight is that he's he's probably having to go against his whole nature, you know, of fighting because it's like he's just boxing. You know, he probably saw so many opportunities. I saw one moment in his fight where he held himself back from throwing an elbow. He threw a punch. He got a good punch, and he went for the elbow, and then he stopped, and he was like, yeah. He, like, he like stopped it for a second, like, fuck, I can't, I can't throw the elbow, right? So he was going against his whole – his whole instinct in fighting, um, and he put on you know the best performance, and it was a and it was a mellow fight, right? It was it was really two guys really sparring and 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 checking each other out. Two serious guys that could fucking hurt hurt each other and hurt anybody in front of them, right? But they were they were testing each other, feeling each other out. It was a friendly, good fight. Um, you know, I think the whole the best part of the night was Pete Davidson. All right, Pete Davidson was just. Saying for saying what it was, right? He, I remember at the beginning he was like, uh, "Yeah, so you could tell, um, you could tell how professional this event is by me being a host, right?" He fucking said some shit like that to just really just set the tone that, you know, from for me seeing that it was like he's like just letting us know he's aware that this is not the most, you know, the best planned event, you know, as far as what it was a fight event but it's a whole new thing and it's all right that it that it had this you know it still did great right it still did great what we wish for as fans is to maybe just see more of the fighting have you know have it be a little bit better planned um even camera shot wise and everything, but Hey, I get it. Apparently this, you know, apparently this thing is like a, an app, right? This thriller fight club is an app and I don't know, dude, the whole thing was fucking crazy. And I was just, I was really just confused, right? They had a slap boxing event in there and you know, I had, I had my quarrels with it. I had my quarrels with it because it was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't all that bad, but I know that it wasn't received all that well either. And a lot of people were talking shit about it. Um, So, like I was saying when I first started it, I get that it's kind of a cool event in the sense that you can have all these different sports mix. You can have all these different backgrounds mix into one event and everyone can make money and this and that. But Look, man, I mean, you put a professional fighter against a guy who's not a professional fighter, who's a professional something else, and you have them fight, you have them box. These fucking dudes are coming out hurt, right? They're going to come out hurt. Um, It's just not fair, right? It's just not fair. And to Jake Paul, you know, it's like, congratulations on that win. I felt it was a very, very early stoppage by the ref. I don't know if Askren threw the fight. I don't know if the ref felt, you know, if the ref was told something, but it was way too quick of a stoppage. Askren got up. He walked over to the ref. You know, I don't know what the ref wants more from him. Um, he definitely got rocked. You know, who, who knows how much longer he would have even lasted. But here's the thing to Jake Paul. It's like, dude, 
Quit calling out Conor McGregor. Quit calling out all these people that aren't fucking boxing, right? At this point, if you're such a good boxer, you know, go to a professional boxing organization, right? Start fighting real boxers because you'll definitely win against real boxers too, you know? Um, if it's if it's this Triller Fight Club event that that's what you want to start boxing in only and exclusively, bring in real boxers to fight in there, you know? Otherwise, go to the Olympics, you know, try out for the fucking Olympics. Try out for the World Boxing Association or the, the International Boxing Federation or something. Fight real boxers at this point. You know, this whole calling out bullshit, I mean, I guess it's what's getting the money calling out celebrities, calling out people with clout to fight. Well, Ben Askren didn't have that much clout like that, but the fact that he was representing the MMA community in this in this boxing match. Um but you know what it's not it's not real professional boxing because you got a professional boxer against some other guy who's good in something else, right? That's like if that's like if I wanted to host a skateboard event, a game of skate against somebody who doesn't fucking skateboard, right? That's like that's like me inviting a fruit booter or somebody who rides fucking skates into a game of skate, right? Into like skateboard versus skates, it's just not gonna work, right? You're gonna take that guy out of his element, and it's not whatever, whatever. That's that's the whole argument with it, right? I see both sides. I see the fact that it is kind of exciting. It is new and it is a great opportunity to, you know, give exposure to other people. But like that Raycom guy, right? The guy who, the recording artist who went against a professional boxer, former professional boxer. Um, You know, you think that's bumping up his music sales, that loss of that fight, people seeing him not fucking throw a punch. I was clear. I was wondering. I literally thought looking at that guy, I'm like, this guy's never been in a fight in his entire life. What is going on here? Dude, how do you not throw a punch? I get that he's a professional boxer. I get that he's a giant guy. I've fought people that were way bigger than me. You know, but I threw I threw hands. Okay. If I'm gonna go out there and the world is fucking watching me. Dude, I'm going to get knocked out or something, but I'm going to be throwing hands, okay? I'm not going to fucking look. I'm not going to try and look like a bitch out there. Embarrassing, right? It's embarrassing for him. You think that's bumping up his music sales? You think that's aiding his music? It could. I don't know. I don't know. But it's also not a very good thing in the sense like that. Like, what if it's not? What if it's hurting his image, if anything, right? How uh, how ridiculous people are going on social media and just bashing people, right? You know, it's Jake Paul's the winner. People are bashing him. Imagine the fucking loser, right? So it, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting fucking thing that's happening right now. This whole thing, and I was under the impression that it was really boxing. I was under the impression that it was that he was really like in a boxing organization. And I don't think he is at all. Let's look that up.
All right, let's see here. Is Jake Paul a professional boxer? What you need to know. Uh, no, no, no. Well, professional boxing is compromised of many international organizations, both large and small, and like MMA, where one promotion stands tall above the rest, that'd be the UFC. There is no one boxing league that dominates all others when it comes to hosting fights and selling tickets. A fight is simply considered professional if it is regulated and sanctioned by one of the recognized bodies that exists for this purpose. These sanctioned bodies, they set rules, help negotiate contracts, assign judges and referees for the fight, and award their own championship belts. So, um, which one, uh, which one helped Triller Fight Club? I don't know. Doesn't say which one fucking helped um, Triller Fight Club and sanctioned them and gave them. I mean, somebody clearly gave them refs and judges. Well, the judges were what? <laughs> Snoop Dogg and Pete Davidson and only fighter there was Oscar De La Hoya. And people are giving him shit for fucking speaking his mind. Throughout the whole fight. People saying he was coked out and drunk and this and that. Bro, Snoop was smoking blunt after blunt after blunt after blunt. That whole fucking pay-per-view place was high, all right? Everybody there was high, all right? He's, dude, Oscar De La Hoya is sitting next to Snoop Dogg. You don't think he's hitting that blunt a little bit? Fucking world champion boxer? Yeah, interesting. I mean, my favorite part was really Frank Mir. Frank Mears fight, seeing that man out of retirement, kind of, and, and how big he was. Jesus fucking Christ, he's huge now. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Like, I just think congratulations to Jake Paul. Go fight it, go fight a real boxer now. You dude, you clearly could box. It's not fun or fair to just fucking go out to somebody and throw two punches and fucking knock them out, bro. Come on, challenge yourself a little bit is all, right? That's what people want to see, and that's what's going to make you great. That's what's going to make you a great boxer, great fighter, and probably overall a better person <laughs> is if you challenge yourself, you you earn people's respects, and, and people earn your respect, right? Two men that brawl it out earn each other's respect for the most part, you know? I don't know. But what do I know? I'm not a fucking fighter, right? I'm not a fucking real boxer or anything like that. I'm a I'm a recording artist and a skateboarder and and an artist and a teacher, right? That's all I am. <laughs> but apparently those might be all good prerequisites to get inside a Triller Fight Club and watch myself get embarrassed uh on the next pay-per-view. <laughs> No, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing, though. The the weight distribution is just way off the fucking scales, bro. You know, Askren had to put on 20 pounds. He's four inches less than um, than Paul. These are all major factors, dude, when, you, when, when you're dealing with fighting. And then on top of that, you're going to add skill level. 
age, right? 36 isn't as entirely the, the oldest guy, but age has a definitely a, a difference in it. You get a, a young dude who's at peak physical performance at 24, you know, versus a guy who's at 36 who has to put on extra pounds that he's not used to putting on in recent times. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of factors to it. I personally believe that, yeah, maybe Askren did throw the fight in a sense. Um, he took he took the money, and that's it. You know, for Askren, it's a no-brainer. For Askren, it's a no-brainer. Um, take the money and go. You know, it's no big deal. Win or lose, it don't matter. He would. It would have been great to see him kind of, you know, really try and give it to him. Have a good fight. Round after round after round. That would have been fantastic. Um, early stoppage by the ref. I don't know, man. It was crazy. And, to you know, it got to the point for me with the event where, you know, I was out with my girl and, you know, just kept going hour after hour after hour. By 11.45, and it was what, what, what was it? I think now 11.45, it was like somebody else was playing music. You know, they had just artist after artist after artist. Like each performance, five songs, we're talking about 20-minute performances per artist, and then they would switch on over to another artist, right? You know, it took a long fucking time to see any of these fights. And then by 11.45, when we saw that it was yet again another fight happening before the the Paul, I just looked at her and said, let's just go home. You know, let's just fucking go home. It was a bummer. Um, and I'm a fucking musician, right? You would think that I'd want to be watching these performances and shit, but you know what? It's, it, it's kind of painful sometimes to see, you know, to see some artists just be blatantly lip syncing or, or just the, just the climate of this shit. And Hey, that's why I'm not a fucking popular guy. That's why I'm not a popular recording artist is because I'm clearly, not with these times, right? I enjoyed the Black Keys performance, right? Um, shit, even Justin Bieber's. Um, if you're if you're actually singing, if you're actually playing instruments, then yeah, I'm gonna like that performance. If you're just fucking out here shaking your ass and lip syncing and shaking your ass and just having twenty girls fucking just twerking, you guys, do you guys ever look at twerking? And just look at for what it is. Fucking stupid. You ever just look at somebody twerking and think, wow, that's fucking stupid, huh? Don't you look stupid? <laughs> Don't you look fucking dumb just shaking your asshole? You know, and, and, and every song... It was, yeah, let's just fucking shake. Which way can we shake our ass? Should we shake our ass to the left in this song? Okay, how about for the next song, we shake our ass a little bit to the right? And then for this song, uh, this other girl's actually going to fucking do the splits and start twerking on the ground, and it's going to look like she's humping the ground. I don't know. Women, it's like, dude. You know? Ah, I don't know. It's not like I'm fucking out here trying to slut shame or anything like that, but it just kind of bothers me 
because I, I'm putting myself in your shoes. And if I were you, I'm thinking like, dude, this is not how I want to be perceived. <laughs> Women, is this how you want to be perceived always? You know, is this how you, that, that all you're good for is sexual, anything in sexual in nature. That's it. That's all women are good for. Anything sexual in nature. Because that's what that's showing me. The fact that every fucking most female artists are just up there lip syncing and shaking their asses and dancing around. Where's the real talent? I'm sorry to say it. Where is the real talent? You know? Justin Bieber out here playing the piano and singing. Playing the piano and singing. Real talent. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that sounds vain and fucked up or sexist, if that comes off as sexist. But it's like, I'm just trying to, I don't know, give you another perspective, ladies. Like, don't you want to be known for your good talent? Sure, your looks. And, and hey, it could all be part of your nature, right? Let's talk about it that way. Maybe it's just part of women's nature to be sexual. That could totally be it too. And if that's the case, then then no big deal, right? But at the same time, we have women fucking freaking out that, you know, they are sexually harassed constantly. There's that that rape is this fucking giant issue. That men are a giant issue, right? So it's like, but then at the same time, you got these women. So we got to figure out what the fuck is going on, right? Is it that women are sexual in nature and that they're finally starting to express it? Or is it that, you know, you're being reverted to nothing but sexual in nature? Or is it a bit of both? Is there a gray area? I don't know. This is my my high ass thinking about this shit. And maybe I don't make no sense. And maybe I just sound like a fucking idiot. You know? Arguing to myself. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, I think if I had a daughter, I'd be pretty freaked out about her future. If I had a daughter, I'd be pretty freaked out about her future. (laughs) Knowing women and having known girls, you know, but... Obviously, not every girl is a fucking hoe, right? But there's so much, there's so much, I don't know, crazy sexuality in our in our culture that it's like, you know, I'm all for being open and stuff like that, but to a point, to a point, right? I look at that shit, I look at that type of shit as a special thing. All right? So if you're out here throwing it to everybody, it ain't so fucking special. You understand me? Right? And that's what I feel like is happening. We're taking away this this specialness out of it. But hey, what do I fucking know? What do I know? Nothing. All I know is that event was fucking something else. (laughs) That event was fucking wild. That event was fucking wild. And hey, I think maybe with a little bit of fine tune in here and there, uh, 
shorten up that fucking music list because it's also I was also thinking like, dude, you are paying so many celebrities. Whoever owns Triller Fight Club, which I'm sure Jake Paul definitely has a stake in, whoever owns uh, Triller Fight Club is probably making a ton of money, right? But paying celebrities out the fucking ass, dude. Paying fighters and celebrities out the ass. You got five, six celebrities hosting. You've got, I don't know, damn near 20 fucking celebrities performing. Maybe even more. Dude, the cost of this event was probably astronomical. Let me see how much it is. How much did the Fight Club event uh, cost? No, 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 no. As a whole. There's no way they're going to disclose this. Uncovering the Fight Club's watch and blueprint. Um, they're not going to, they're not going to show it. It was probably an astronomical number. However much, you know what they'll show me though, is probably how much did they fucking make? Fuck. How much was made in pay-per-view, uh, Askren Paul? Paul's uh, base earnings for the fight was disclosed at six hundred and ninety thousand, while Askren took home a minimum of five hundred thousand. They both made so much money. Hey, would I let Jake Paul punch me in the face for a fucking five hundred grand? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. I don't even need a penny more than that. Five hundred grand for him to punch me in the face. Um. Paul claimed that his fight with Askren earned $75 million and $1.5 million in buys, which uh, would make it one of the biggest fights in recent years. Uh, I'm not trying to see how much they each made. I want to see how much the event was in total because you're paying so many people. And these aren't people that you pay a hundred bucks a night, <laughs> hundred and twenty dollars a night to fucking work your event. All right, these are fucking big, big celebrities. So overall, just a wild, wild event, and I think it just needs a little bit fine, finer tuning of event uh, planning. That's it. A little finer tuning, and get real boxers or. Or maybe make training camps a little longer or make, you know, get actual guys that fight. You know what I mean? Just get actual people that fucking fight. Have good fights. Have good performances. But keep it, you know, keep it like at rational times. Like you had so many fucking artists perform in between the fights where it's like I've never seen anything like that. I've never seen a boxing match where in between each fucking fight was like 25 artists performing and you had to sit there. It was like being at a concert. It was like being at a concert sprinkled with a couple hits here and there. You know, the most epic thing of the night was the fucking slap boxing. All right. 
the biggest and best knockout of the night was this fucking guy slapping the shit out of another fucking guy and knocking him the fuck out. And Ric Flair going, yeah, right? Woo, Ric Flair out there. Ric Flair looked like he had just done the fattest line ever, all right? He looked like he had just done the fattest fucking line ever right before they fucking threw the camera on that guy's ass. And he dude, his hair was crazy. He looked like the Joker without makeup on. <laughs> fucking Ric Flair, dude. I mean, the whole thing was wild. And like I said before, the best thing of the night was Pete Davidson. Absolutely, hands down. Pete Davidson, you know, called everything out as it was happening. His, his level of confusion matched America's level of confusion as to what the hell is going on here. What are we watching? He did. It was crazy. It was crazy. Um, definitely got to lead with that it's more of an event than a fight event. You know, or if you're going to lead with fighting, lead with fighting, you know, and keep keep the artists at a minimum. Not that we didn't like these artists, but keep the artists at a minimum. You know, what you spent in that night could have been spent in, in a course of five different events, you know, in between artists and performances and this and that. If you just had more fights, you know, maybe five fights a night. Five fights in that night or something like that. How many fights were there? Four? Four plus the slap boxing. I guess it was five, but I don't know. And get real fighters in there, man. Get real fighters. Or if you got people that that really could bring up hype numbers and this and that, celebrities, then whatever. Then whatever. But, you know, you can't expect to put real boxers or people that that are proficient in that profession against somebody that's not proficient in that profession whatsoever and put them together and expect that the result is going to be like this guy who's really good at doing this is going to be beat this guy who's really good at boxing. You know, it's crazy. When does the calling out from other events end? You know, at this point, it's like you could call out fucking, uh, uh, you could call out uh, Michael Phelps, you know, and offer and, and, and try and fight him. You know what I mean? That's how ridiculous this is to me. Um, anybody that want to throw hands? I mean, maybe this is a good way for for uh, celebrities to squash beefs. <laughs> you know what it's going to be? It's going to be like that. It was like watching that show on MTV. Oh, God. What was that show called? Celebrity Deathmatch or some shit like that. Yeah. Celebrity Deathmatch, a.k.a. Triller Fight Clubs. All right. Well, you know, at the end of the day, uh, they all made money and that's that's what they were there for. You know, at the end of the day, they all made money and that's what they were there for. Would it be great to have people put on fights and and really give it their all and, and, and actually fucking throw hands? Yeah, that'd be fantastic. But hey, just tune into just tune into real boxing events, you know, um, I think. I think that they got definitely enough money. They got definitely enough sponsorship. Um, They got all the connections. So Triller Fight Club and uh, Triller, I guess, is an app is going to do is going to do great. Um, 
They just need to fix a couple kinks here and there. That shit was wild. <laughs> that event was fucking wild. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm going to leave it at that. Um, probably tune in tomorrow. We'll probably go over the Tuesday timeline, check out some shit, check out some news stories. And um, if you're looking for a new show and you got Amazon Prime, check out Wayne. All right. Thanks, motherfuckers. I'll see you on the next Risk Report. Peace. Yeah, yeah. What up, though? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Shout out to Esmuna. Whoa, whoa. Lately, the loneliness been killing me Sipping tea and ripping green and clean recipe Except the things that stress in me Could quickly push me to a felony I put my pain inside of melodies Let me breathe, let me see what I could be Achieve all of my dreams that I have both seen Flows that can grow as wise as a tree You've never seen no more wiser MC I'm too sick, my saliva's disease Thriving high as long as I breathe Calm as the sea till you fuck with my cheese And I'm like sugar, all melly Knock you out with my name After a full 360 degrees You don't believe it, Carl Ripley to see Usually at peace, but got no problem knocking out your teeth So watch your mouth with how you talking to me <laughs> Roll the windows down We're burning on the loud I'm rolling through your town I'm making sure that you all hear me now Roll the windows down We're burning on the loud I'm rolling through your town, I'm making sure that you all hear me now Do you hear me now? These labels fear me I guess I'm too profound, cause I'm known to move around With a loud ass speaker that'll shake your house And my mixtape will make the whole club bounce No more asking when I hold us down We gotta stand the fuck up over blood so crown Cause you already know that you're fucking dumb old clowns You're fucking dumb old clowns See I'm a lyricist spitting it over my own cell Feeling like a golden child My only regret is I'm never sober now Never know when the clock runs out Cause I'm just waiting for the sun to go down But for now Roll the windows down We're burning on the loud I'm rolling through your town I'm making sure that you all hear me now Roll the windows down We're burning on the loud I'm rolling through your town I'm making sure that you all hear me now